Welcome to episode 344 of the podcast. I'm your host, as usual, Tavishima Ayede, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional. So, let's get on with the show for today. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'd like to say welcome. What we talk about here pretty much exclusively is about sales, selling, the discipline, the art, the science, and all things related. Once in a while, we stray and touch on some things that are ancillary or related in one way or another, but pretty much the focal point of everything we do here is built around sales and selling. And of course, uh, those of you who've been listening for a while, this comes as no surprise. Now, the only thing that might come as a bit of a surprise to the long-time listener of the show is when I make an assertion that listening is more important to sales and marketing than pitching. Now, the reason why that might sound like a surprise is because it's something that I've taken for granted over the 340-something shows that we've made so far, and it's not something that I think I've spoken about explicitly. I've spoken about the importance of a framework coming up with a process for handling sales and customer service um, um, conversations and issues that might arise. And I've spoken about how um, it ought to be question-led and things like that. So I think it's kind of implied that listening is the more important part of the mix. But just in case you're one of those people who's going to be taken by surprise, let's take uh, today's episode to try and flesh that out. Now, this is the first time of you, uh, first time for you listening to the podcast. Then for you, this is definitely a surprise. I know it's something that you haven't heard about um, anywhere, that when it comes to sales and marketing, the number one skill that you ought to have is listening and not really pitching. And that's because in typical parlance, when you hear that somebody is good at sales or people are trying to come up with a marketing campaign, um, the salesperson uh, comes up with his talk tracks. He's very good or she's very good at talking and finessing people. And for marketing people, when they're coming up with a campaign, it's about uh, doing some research. Uh, what is the newest font? What are the latest ideas? Um, what are the possible ideas that we can uh, brainstorm? So... Um, yeah, listening is more important when it comes to sales and marketing than pitching, but very few people know the secret, like I have pointed out already, very few people know this, and very few few people realize why that is important. Now, the answer is quite simple, because in order to effectively sell or to um, effectively persuade someone to do something or to buy something, you have to first understand the need that is to be satisfied or the ideal vision that your customer is looking for. So let me repeat that again. In order to effectively sell someone or persuade someone to buy your um, accounting software or your legal services or your wedding photography services or your wedding planning service, you have to first of all understand the need that the person has. You need to understand the ideal vision that they have at the back of their brain. So, when talking to potential brides and grooms and you're a wedding planner or a decor person, that's your number one thing. You're trying to figure out what does a wow wedding look like for them? What does a sophisticated wedding look like for them? 
Um, those are the kinds of things that you're trying to figure out. If you are a lawyer and you're trying to get someone to put you on retainer for legal services, you're trying to figure out what is their personal context, what is their business context, what are the typical challenges that they face, what are the legal um, hurdles that they are trying to go over, um, where do they need um, help when it comes to legal compliance and uh, things of that nature. So uh, if we are in agreement that the first um, order of business for those of us who are trying to sell our products or our services, so if we are in agreement that the first thing is we need to understand what it is that they have as a problem or what the ideal vision it is that they're aiming towards, then I'm sure it becomes obvious that you cannot understand this by pitching. If I'm going to show up and deliver a pitch that go with me, Tavishima, uh, Ayede, LLC, legal partners, blah, 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 blah. If I start with the pitch, you know, all the partners are Harvard trained. We all have uh, master's degrees in oil and gas and finance and this and this and that and that. If I go on that spiel for um, 15 minutes and try and impress people on how foreign educated we are, how sophisticated we are, how... Um, erudite we are and how well connected we are and all of that but i don't go into uh what their problems are and how we can help them solve their problems you know at the very best all that we would have achieved in this situation is just get people to say wow Atavishima is a correct guy you know his partners are correct guys and girls and it looks like the top-notch group but that is not going to get anybody to buy in um and uh, put us on retainer if we have not um, if we have not been able to show how our credibility, how our expertise, and how all our poshness and everything can be brought to bear to help them achieve their own goals. And it's also the same thing if you're um, a wedding planner or a decor person. So let's say, um, let's see, what's the rage now? I'm not sure what the rage is because I haven't been following Instagram to see what's really raining on the uh, wedding scene. But let's just assume that maybe beach weddings are what's in vogue right now. I've seen uh, lots of Lagos beach weddings and I've even seen some Abuja mock-ups that kind of look like beach weddings. I mean, it was an outdoor thing, but with a lot of sand. Uh, they look nice in pictures, but I kept wondering if it was comfortable for um, the guests. So let's say that uh, this outdoorsy thing, uh, beach weddings, like that's becoming a thing and you're a decor person or you're a planner. If you come and you sit down immediately and you start making a pitch about how you need to go to um, Elegushi Beach or some private beach or uh, Usama Dam in Abuja or um, Obudukatu Ranch or whatever, if you just come and sit down and then start making um, the pitch, you know, you might wow people with some of the creative ideas that you have there, but... Um, it might fall on deaf ears if really, even though they have all the money in the world, what they want is just to explore some simple traditional ideas. Because the bride and the groom, they may have discussed and they want it traditional. And the mother-in-law and the father-in-law and, you know, all the in-laws have spoken. And as far as they're concerned, they are a traditional Anglican family and they want to keep things traditional. But if you haven't, if you didn't go there with the frame of mind of listening to what it is that they have in mind, but you just went there with your pitch, that could be one of the reasons why you lose um, the deal. Because you might go there, sit down, rumble on about how uh, beach weddings and outdoorsy things are um, sophisticated and they match the profile of the... Um, uh, of the couple in question or of the families in question, so it should be an outdoor thing and blah, 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 blah. 
So he spent 15-20 minutes talking about that. And then, of course, the bride says, uh, let me think about it. And, you know, her mom says, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Kemi has your phone number, right? Okay, no problem. We'll be in touch. And you say, thank you very much, ma. And then you go home and then you start bragging to your husband or to your wife that, ah, you know what? I spoke to Madame so, 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 so. She's a palm sec and this and this and that. Her husband is former diplomat and blah, blah, blah. And the meeting went well. I think I'm going to secure this um, uh, this gig and it's going to be worth um, millions of naira if they buy my ideas about beach weddings and outdoor weddings and blah, blah, blah and on and on. So, um, with this uh, mind frame, it's no surprise why lots of people get surprised when you go, you have a good meeting, in quote, and you think the meeting was good because you spoke really well, everybody seemed to be um, impressed, and they said they'll get back to you. Uh, so, it's no wonder that lots of people get surprised uh, surprised when you know they don't eventually um, win the deal because it's not about you going there and pitching what you think is the most appropriate thing but you have to go there and listen right because the first part of call is to figure out what is it that they want what is it that they need what is the ideal vision that they are trying to achieve and it's the same thing no matter the business that you are involved in i mean i've talked i've spoken about i think i gave uh, an example with uh, lawyers and the wedding planner but it's the same if you sell cars so if you want to sell me a car you have to first understand my family um our early morning um our daily schedules our preferences uh weekend runs you know how we live our life whether we are fancy whether we are practical you know these are a host of um, other things that you have to find out before you make the recommendation that uh, okay you should buy a Toyota um, uh, what's it called is it a Land Cruiser no not Land Cruiser there's a big Toyota Jeep that has that is really spacious I can't remember what it's called is it the Highlander yeah uh -huh. so you don't just go in there and then make a recommendation that okay this is a young guy uh, looks like he has some money and it looks like he has a bunch of kids, so therefore it should be a uh, Highlander because it has a lot of space. It's possible that you speak with them, with the family, you get a sense of, uh, you know, like I said, whether they're fancy, whether they're practical, what do weekends look like, what do days look like, what are the uh, specific things that they like or they don't like. And at the end of the day, you can, might come away from the conversation um, realizing that actually, even though you have the Highlander, and you have lots of Highlanders to sell, perhaps this couple might be much better served, this young family, if they bought a Venza instead, or if they bought a Toyota, um, gosh, I can't remember what it's called. There's a Toyota brand that is kind of like a, like a bus, like a mini bus. Um, seats four in the middle, I think four in the back, and then two more seats in a boot. It's not a Venza. Gosh, I can't remember the name. Anyway, but the bottom line is um, it's not about your inventory or what it is that you want to sell or what you're going to make the highest profit on, but it's about their needs. So you don't just show up there and then say, ah, you're a big boy and, uh, you know, to match your life, you should buy a Toyota Highlander. You know, for them, it might be um, Evenza or uh, any other um, family bus any other thing, kind of like the family uh, bus range um, of Toyotas or another brand um, altogether. So, uh, yeah, that's it pretty much. So, yeah, I think that's that's it pretty much. That's just the gospel that I came to come and uh, spit over here today. 
you when you head into conversations you know it's all about listening first and that is the reason why on the podcast i harp on a lot about how to handle the conversation the kinds of questions to ask and things like that because you should be asking open-ended questions to get people to talk about their circumstances about what they need in cars about what weekend runs um look like um about uh what kind of problems that they're facing in the business have they uh incorporated uh but the problem now is on making annual returns that's assuming you're a lawyer and you know you now know what the next you now can figure out what the next course of action is to sort out their compliance issues and it's also the same thing with wedding planning simple open-ended questions oh congratulations thank you very much ma for taking this meeting today um so how can I help? If you're at a loss of how to start the meeting, sometimes how can I help is not a bad way to start the conversation because it might get them talking. Okay, uh, we're looking for wedding planners. Uh, we don't want stress at all. Um, uh, we're an Anglican family. We're looking at something traditional. Uh, we want it to be low-key, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you just keep asking questions from there. Say, oh, okay, my, when you say low-key, um, what do you mean? And then they're going to talk some more, and you ask some more questions to flesh it out. And when you say, oh my, when you say traditional, does that, uh, what do you mean? Or when you say traditional, does that mean that we're cutting out one, two, three, four, five, six? Or if you say traditional, does that mean it's okay to incorporate A, B, C, and X, Y, Z? You have to ask conversations, guide the process, and that gives you an idea of what it is that they want. And it is only when you have gathered all that information that you can now make your pitch. So if they say things that align to the outdoor, outdoorsy beach wedding thing that you had in mind, then now is the right time to vomit and to um, offload. They've given you all the information that you need so you can make your pitch and then you just go right ahead. And it's the same thing with the lawyer. When you get them talking some more, uh, what stage are you at? Okay, you've incorporated. So what's the problem? Oh, it's compliance. Okay, you're having compliance issues with the S uh, SEC and with the NNPC. Okay, exactly what are the problems? Did you pass this stage? Did you pass that stage? It's only after you ask all these questions that you're going to be able to say, okay, so this is my recommended course of action for the compliance issues with the SEC. I'd like to speak to our boys in the finance department. So we're going to come up with a plan, but regarding NNPC, we can tackle it like this, we can tackle it like this, we can tackle it like that. So ask questions, open-ended questions, get all the information that you need, after that, you're going to be able to build your pitch. So don't show up to pitch, show up to listen. It's the most important part of the whole process. And how does this affect marketing, you might ask, especially if you've been listening from the beginning, where I said that listening is important in sales and in marketing. And uh, this is how it's going to inform your marketing. From handling all these sales conversations, each time you speak to a potential customer and you have these uh, conversations and you're probing and you're listening, it is then that you figure out what is important to the market and to the customers and that helps all that branding and all that marketing and everything that you do in the future some people sit down and select their company colors arbitrarily based on what it is that they like to project but let's say you started your business you haven't selected you haven't built a brand you haven't selected uh, colors and all that thing you haven't started sending out marketing messages in having conversations with potential clients, whether you're a lawyer or a wedding planner or a photographer or whatever it is, is from having all these conversations that you're going to realize what it is that is important to the clients. Now, okay, let's use blue because in this industry or in this space, blue means this 
or blue seems to um, relate to these particular customers in a certain way. And then it's not about whether uh, your favorite color is purple. And so because of that, all your marketing material, all your marketing collateral has to be purple. So it's not about your favorite color or what you like, or what you think is sensible. It's about the end uh, client, and it's about the market. And so that's how all this information that you get from the listening process, that's how it's going to inform your marketing as well. But of course, it's not bad if you've already started coming up with marketing collateral, you've done your designs, your logo, you know, your everything. From having all these conversations, you're going to get all the information that you need to be able to tweak stuff. So if you need to change your market messaging, uh, you know, the things you've been boosting on Instagram. This is how you know that you have to tweak your words and tweak your messaging. If you have to tweak your uh, fonts, your colors, your website, your whatever, that is how you are going to get all the information that you need. And that is the reason why listening is the number one superpower when it comes to growing your business and not pitching. So, when you pick up the phone call, when you show up to the potential customer, just remember, it's about how well you're listening. It's not about how well you are pitching. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode. Thanks for the time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.